motherfucking game of the year. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is Todd the Wild Podcast. We're your hosts, Ken and Derek. All right, let's get started. Thursday night football just ended. The Rams beat the Raiders. A pretty much a almost an exact repeat of what happened Monday night between the Bucks and whoever the fuck they beat. (laughs) (laughs) They are an NFL team, yeah. (laughs) The Saints, but it was an exact, um, you know, repeat. The Rams were down three to sixteen in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, and I I saw it coming. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! I already know what people are gonna think. I already know it." The NFL's fixed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is kind of like this would be your best evidence that the NFL's fixed because they needed a Thursday night game to kind of keep you glued to your seats and then just like Monday night almost like clockwork shit game most of the way through but late in that fourth quarter you smell a comeback and lo and behold Baker Mayfield comes out two days with the new team the Los Angeles Rams and gets it done? What? Yeah Fucking the NFL is clearly fixed. I mean, shit. You got you got to think about it though, honestly. With all the fucking commercials, because I don't think you can hit a commercial break these days without some type of betting sports app commercial or some type of promo. Like, there's definitely plenty of money in sports betting right now, and that's why this shit's fixed. Maybe there's another alternate reason. But I'm pretty sure it's so that the house wins. And I'm pretty sure nobody bet on the Rams. Nobody. (laughs) You definitely did not take no Rams money line. That's insane. Oh, no. I picked the spread. The spread was crazy. The spread was like, (laughs) the spread was pretty nuts in this in this game. I mean, it's because the the fucking Raiders were on a hot streak. Like they were, you know, they were easy money, and and that's what makes you. I don't know. You look at it, you're like, man, shit gotta be fixed. Not yeah, to go. But there's another game that I feel like we're gonna see the NFL fix, but we can get into that later. For now, we talk about the Raiders and how this shit was fixed, and my number one reason why is why in the fuck are you running press coverage with 15 seconds left and a six-point lead? Who does that? Like, motherfuckers don't even do that shit Madden. For real. Do that shit? For real. (laughs) (laughs) Baker's, like, eyes light up. He even said it afterwards. He was like, I was just shocked. That they were in press coverage. Like, this is the NFL. Fuck you running press coverage with no safety help or nothing with 15 seconds left. It was like they were trying to lose. 
For real, and I, you know, I, I thought the Raiders started out good. They have a, you know, Josh Jacobs was getting the ball. I mean, the, I think they said at the end of that drive, that first scoring drive where Josh Jacobs ran it in, like all three, like three running backs from that team touched the ball. Yeah. And Derek Carr was not having a good day. I mean, you had Devontae was making some plays. He had a great one-handed grab early in the fourth. I mean, in the first. But, man, 137 yards, two interceptions, no TDs for Derek Carr. Baker Mayfield, 230 yards, one TD, no picks. On a team that he just suited up for. Well, I mean, technically he did have a pick, but it was called back because the game was fixed. So once the fix gets called in, all of a sudden, you know, phantom flags start showing up and plays get called back. Did you ever notice that for the offensive line, it's always number 76 that gets called for holding? (laughs) I feel like that's the code. (laughs) <laughs> 76 to fix his end right. guys, 76. They don't even be a 76 on the field like, all right, guys, let's let's call the 76 in real quick. We need to fix this shit. Like it's, over it's, bench. <laughs> Got a towel right. The fuck 76? Every time. Every time. This shit makes no sense. But honestly, you know, the Raiders, I feel like when you blow as many leads as they have this year, you know, at some point you gotta make a change. And I did I did feel like they were relying on Jacobs a lot. And this man's hand wasn't even really working. He wasn't even really a hundred percent. They were like, fuck it. Give him the ball. Fuck him. <laughs> he doesn't need a hand. He's as long as his legs work, he's good. And you think about it, he was on the injury report going into this game. So I thought he would be limited. Even with the lead, I thought he would be limited. But no, they just kept running, running, running. Didn't really do a lot of play action. Didn't really try to get balls down the field, try to score. And that's what the fuck they get. For real. Jacobs touched the ball 29 times. Right. 27 shit makes no sense. Yeah, I, that, that shit was fucking crazy. It was so crazy. And, of course, they're talking about Baker Mayfield, like he's the best thing that, that ever happened to the Rams. But um, but I get it. You know, he he did. He was getting a lot of a lot of flack, especially from, from me. I, I didn't want him coming to San Fran. But, shit, he so did. Now you do. <laughs> no, because, you know, it, because uh, we'll see what happens after this win. Okay, what happens, let's say they start re-upping on those those commercials that he was in. All of a sudden, instead of him having the keys to the Cleveland Stadium, now it's the fucking Rams Stadium. And he's going to just – if he falls back into that where he's all of a sudden doing more commercials again, then I'm going to be like, yeah, nothing's really changed. You know, they got lucky. They played against the Raiders. Not like, you know – he won a division game. Then I'd be like, oh, shit. Maybe the Niners made a mistake. But, I mean, yeah, we'll come back. But it was still against the Raiders. So, you know, the, yeah, they they had a three-game winning streak. But, you know, 
And I and they didn't even have um <sighs> But the the Rams, they didn't have Cooper Cup. Like he was out there with pretty much, you know, because if you think about the team that they had last year, like the receivers when they had Beckham, you know, they had Cup, um Van Jefferson had a good year last year. They had Robert Woods for like a half a year, but Aaron Donald wasn't out there. Okay. Right. But he didn't have any of his, his any of the weapons really in that game. I mean, Higby and then Swaronic, or however the fuck you say his name, was fucking balling. There were certain angles where I thought he was Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Van Jefferson came. It's not just because he's white, but there were times where he looked like Cooper Cup out there. Like, it was pretty wild. He had a pretty big game. He stepped up. Definitely because he's white. (laughs) It's definitely because he's white and he's catching the ball. Don't lie. Because he's white and catching the ball, you got to be Cooper Cup. But no, he he did his thing, though. He did his thing, and, and Baker did his thing. So now everybody's going to, oh, shit, Baker. They're going to start buying the 17 jerseys, even though he already made it clear he doesn't want to keep the 17. Right. He got that shit out the lost and found. <laughs> yeah, that shit belong to somebody. <laughs> yeah, the Rams had posted something on, on Instagram, and it was uh, it showed Baker Mayfield's locker. <laughs> I had commented, and I, I was like, damn, y'all couldn't even fix the fucking – the banner with his name on it, because it was like <laughs> down, like halfway up there. And I'm like, yeah, y'all couldn't like make that shit presentable at least, or no. at least that you want him on the team. Like, fuck, man, banners are hanging. <laughs> they had you think about it. They had what 48 hours from from the moment he he stepped on to now. They're not worried about fucking. Hooking up his locker, they didn't know how long he was gonna stay there, because <laughs> you know he cleared waivers, so pretty much nobody wanted Baker. I mean, I'm sure eventually some teams would have made an offer, but you know everybody had their had their crack at him, and he didn't get a contract. And you kind of say the same thing about Beckham, but we don't need to get, <laughs> we don't need to get into him right now. Well, I think that was the whole. With, uh, yeah, we'll get on Beckham. We'll get on Beckham in a little bit. You know, I do have some things to say about Beckham for a little. So I'll, I'll wait because there there was a obviously right after the game there is going to be a press conference, and looks like the winning team was up. The home team was up first. They said, "Fuck y'all, losers! Fuck the." away team, let the winners come up first. And, of course, since Baker had the game-winning drive, he was uh, leading the pack. They they had asked him, you know, what do you got to say to all your haters out there? And, you know, he just kind of laughed it off. And uh, here, here's a little bit of, of what he said to to the media. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Damn, you're Baker straight disrespectful. Damn. 
Yeah, you know, he, he didn't give a fuck. And I guess you could tell they didn't they didn't know he was gonna go like go off like that because right. they didn't bleep none of that shit out. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> it was the same thing in the locker room. Because you know Wolford, which I, I do kind of feel bad for Wolford, because that motherfucker <laughs> had like three plays and they were handoffs. Like he didn't even get to throw the ball. They were like, motherfucker, we seen you in practice. Like you're fucking trash, bro. <laughs> they knew the coaches knew that he wasn't going to throw the ball. So I'm mad they put him in there so he could hand the ball off three times and then boom, put Baker in there. But I guess Baker kept that energy. And right after the win, you know, Wolford tried to say some shit and Baker pretty much shut him off. I don't know if you heard that footage from the locker room, but I got the clip here. This is the footage in the locker room when uh, he was thanking the team and then Wolford tried to interrupt and he had to let his ass know. All due to what you guys do. Thank you. And we do it again and again. Hey, 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 you shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. You hear me? You hear me? Cast ball. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Oh shit! <laughs> she got mad disrespectful in the locker room. Oh, shit! So, so I mean, it looked good on the field and all, but in the locker room, man, Wolford—that relationship with Wolford and Baker is not looking too good. He shut his ass down right away. Hell yeah, you can tell he—he he swore he was gonna get back in that game. He looked like Jacoby Brissett in the sidelines. <laughs> All suited up, helmet on and everything. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting. Yeah, let him fuck up this drive. Let him fuck up this drive. Right. Shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to put me in, right? Because, you know, I, I know I haven't won no games. Right. He 100%. 100% skip the shower. 100%. Cooper Cup looking at him like, nah, don't, don't put that motherfucker in. <laughs> Yo, 100 I can guarantee Wolford definitely skipped the shower and just got in his car with pads crying on the way home. Guaranteed. Because damn. This was his this was his time. Like this was his moment in the sun. And fucking Baker shows up fresh out of Car- fresh out of a Carolina benching. And fucking well, <laughs> takes well, his apparently. temporary job. Apparently, he didn't even get in his car to leave. He caught an Uber so no one would see him leave. And <laughs> yeah. got changed in the Uber. Like, he yeah, but out. you can't do that as a backup quarterback because you get your shit towed. He don't got a parking spot. He's not Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Stafford. That motherfucker's parked next to the equipment manager. Like, he gets his shit towed. So... <laughs> He can fuck around and find out if he wants to, motherfucker. You are Wolford. None of these fucking parking spaces say Wolford on them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel for that guy. Baker better be careful over these these end of game celebrations after a win, man. They he better be careful. Fuck around on that concussion protocol. Hell yeah, yeah. CTE is CTE. (laughs) They put motherfuckers with their helmets on and shit. Yeah. Doing the Cushing. One of the Brian Cushing back in the day used to do that yep. shit. Yeah. And fucking split his forehead open. 
I was waiting to for for one time where he did that, and all of a sudden blood started gushing out. I, I was waiting on that to happen because he's not right. like doing it lightly; he's like jumping into it. Yeah. So yeah. better be careful. He's on that cushion, <laughs> yo. That shit. And he will end up on the blue tent. And you know Wolford wanted him to split his shit open. Like, damn. Fucking headbutt him back so he could fucking split his shit open so I could throw some picks. I know. I saw Wolford behind Baker when he was doing that, trying to push him. Trying to get a little <laughs> bit more oomph into that headbutt. Didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up because even even when you look on like the the team stats or player stats for the game, <laughs> Wolford isn't even on the chart. So oh, no, you don't get no points for handing the ball off. <laughs> like, like, don't worry, you you don't get the start for this Baker, but yeah. but it's okay. I, I guarantee this is what happened. Baker was like, Coach, I need to cram. Like, I need to figure out this playbook real quick. And he's like, all right, Wolford, go in real quick for a drive. Baker's going to crunch for this for this drive. He got enough plays in his head or whatever, figured it out, and was like, all right, I'm good to go. And then he's like, all right, sit your ass <laughs> back down. Keep your seat warm. Yeah. Go ahead and keep your seat warm. Want <laughs> you held on and rub cigar on so your family thinks that you played, right? Well, that's that's kind of I feel kind of bad for you know, and it, it, it comes back to the you know you saw that earlier in the year with uh, Mac Jones, <laughs> Mac Jones and hell yeah, uh, hell yeah. Uh, I forget what the other quarterbacks name already. Zappy. Yeah, baby Zappy, Zappy. Yeah. Yeah, you saw that when he's fully dressed on the sideline and he's, you know, thinking he's going to come in and, yeah, doesn't happen. But, you know, I, I'll give it to him, though. You know, I was, I was talking a lot of shit about Baker, and, yeah, he got it done. Great, it was against the Raiders, so it's kind of like, meh. And you saw the game that, that Carr had, so it wasn't like he played his best game. Right. And I do feel bad because I made fun of Carr, but – it's kind of hard. Say, to, yeah, this is going to be a little hard for people to hear. See. <laughs> and and just like uh, let me guess, you, you know, got a clip. You got a car. <laughs> I was mic'd up. <laughs> okay. So so Derek Carr thought that they're going to go for their fourth straight win because they were seeing the Rams and they heard that Baker was active for this game. So he was like, fuck yeah, I'll get mic'd up. Fuck it. And I was like, yo, are you sure? Are you sure you want to get mic'd up? And he was like, yo, I'm going against Baker Mayfield. He's been on there for what, 48 hours? Shit. Going against me and Devontae. We've known each other since college. He was real cocky. <laughs> right, he was like, I'm and first 48 his ass. And this is him after the game. After the game, and I was like, "Hey, man, you should, here we go. You want to just go home with that wire. Don't even worry about it." And you know, he didn't even answer me. He just this is what I got from him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See. 
Oh shit! Just <laughs> send that, send that mic to. Okay, he's gone. Shit. Let's see. Hey, Devonte, you see where he, where he, where he go? Oh. Let's <sighs> see. Say right now. That's. <laughs> 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 What? They were what? they were on a hot streak. They were on. A, I don't I don't know if you know. I don't know if this is the the final nail in the coffin. I don't know if they still have a chance. I think technically they're still in the playoff race with eight losses now, but it's bleak. The situation <laughs> is definitely bleak for the Raiders. I know that much. Six. And I think the I think the fucking Ram I think the Rams are technically in the playoff race, but I mean let's be honest, like they're not really in the playoff race. Like <laughs> there's teams that really have no business being in the playoff race, and the Rams are one of them. Yeah, I think they're. I don't know if they're they're completely eliminated just yet, but <laughs> they're working on it. Right, because they got they got uh. They got like seven losses or some shit like that. Eight losses. They're at eight losses now. Yeah. Yeah, so both of them are at eight losses. So shit is real for both squads. Um, the Rams, I mean, let's the Rams are they have nine losses. <laughs> their, shit's, yeah. their shit's done. They're done. They're done. They're, right. They're not in the playoffs. They could win out and they're not in the playoffs. Now the question is. Now, this is the real question, though. If Baker, which I definitely don't have him winning out. There's no fucking way. But let's just say, theoretically, Baker wins the rest of these games. They finish at 8-9. and nine. Does he take... Is there controversy in, in Los Angeles? If he wins out? Yeah, if he wins out. There just might be. He's a younger quarterback. Matt Stafford, you know he's a, he's an injury injury away of retiring. And he does so, have an injury. Like he he had one going into the season. He was just able to play through it. The the um elbow baseball injury, I forgot the name of it. Do you uh, remember? I forget. It's uh it's uh elbow itis. Well, yeah, that one, he, he was able to play through that shit, and then now he has a neck injury, so I don't know. It's not the ACL, is it? <clears throat> no. I thought it was his neck that put him out for the rest of the year, or it was the line. He's like, I'm fucking tired of the full <laughs> blocking. Not trying to catch CTE on this sorry-ass team. Oh, yeah, he got his neck injury on a day off. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right, he's got you know they, they and then that was around the same time that Cup was like, "I'm done for the year." So he's like, "Oh, if you're done, I'm done." And then Aaron Donald was done for the year. It's like, all right, yo, y'all motherfuckers, there's no, there's no way y'all are synced up like that. There's no way injuries sync up. These oh, you done? I'm done too. Right, these motherfuckers synced up perfectly. Like, oh shit, Cup went down. All right, well, I'm down. And then Donald was like, I'm down too. 
Jalen Ramsey ain't get the email though. He's like, fuck. I mean, even Jalen Ramsey, he hasn't he hasn't been playing like his himself this year, anyways. So he might as well in, get injured too. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, you got nothing to play for. You might as well. What what's the purpose of playing the rest of the year? Just playing spoiler you know, for anybody else that has that postseason um chance. Play I'm telling, that's true, but at the same time, and they don't have a draft pick, so that's really all they have is spoiler role. But it I guess this is also why I'm I'm kind of confused by the Falcons move because the Falcons decided to go with Desmond Ritter for the rest of the year. And they choose now to do that shit. Like, I don't understand why when you're at eight losses, I mean, technically they're only two games behind the bucks, but why do you wait until eight losses to be like, Oh, let's go with the rookie. Like you right. know, Mariota was you. You know, you knew what you were getting, and then they choose not to. I don't know. They choose to. Oh fuck it, we'll go with the rookie now. Now that you know, now that we're late in the year, let's just throw his ass to the wolves. So it's. I don't know. That was a confusing move, but that also happened recently, and um, not sure. What do you? You know, do you have the Falcons winning that division now? <laughs> Hell no! There's there's a reason why they did that. Okay, you notice they did that after the Monday night game, after Tom Brady came back in the fourth quarter. Like they saw that and was like, "Well, our quarterback can't do that shit." <laughs> and it was just like, "Fuck it," you know. Um, Mariota's trash, so you know if even if Mariota's their future or whatever, they're like they're gonna see. What's that? Let me see. They don't see the. Oh yeah, they see the Bucks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand the movie. Either. <laughs> I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, hold on. Uh, yeah, Shit makes no damn sense. Like there was plenty of time to go with Ritter. You know the offense is what twenty seventh in the league. Like what? You could have done that shit sooner. They got a rookie. They had, you know, Drake London, which is having a, he's putting together a solid year and he's looking like a great draft pick from last season. And then they have Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts just got put on IR like two weeks ago. So they're like, oh, we just lost their their star tight end that's been underperforming. Ah, fuck it. Let's put Ritter in there. Like, it doesn't make sense to me because the second that Pitts was struggling and was not getting the targets or they didn't have the chemistry, that's when you go to Ritter. That's when you say, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're going to go to Ritter and we're going to, you know, we're going to see what he has. It's not like Mariota's not used to being benched. He got benched in Tennessee. He lost his job to Tannehill. (laughs) So, So, like, he's used to the bench role. But Whatever. It's the fucking Falcons. This is why they're five and eight in the worst division. And uh I mean they're they're what? Good enough to get a bad draft pick? Like they're good enough to I don't know, maybe squeak into the top ten. I don't think they I, will though. 
I did notice like this year seems to be the the season of musical QBs. Like, there's a lot of teams that just can't make up their mind on the QBs that they're that they're starting. Right. So, and I think like even though like Green Bay won this past week against the Bears with Aaron Rodgers, there there's still that that talk about Jordan Love. Like, all right, do we keep him? Do we let him start? Whatever. We're not like we have anything to really play for. And I, I do think it's funny that the teams that don't have like, like, like the Rams don't have draft picks. That's when you don't have draft picks. That's the time that you want to fucking win your ass off. Because the yeah. last thing you want to do is give that other team a good draft pick. That's why you see the Niners fucking going off this year, or you know, they're they're always known for starting off like, especially this season, starting out slow. But it's like. Yeah, you don't you, you know you don't have first round picks or whatever, second round pick, third round pick. Like you gotta you gotta play your ass off. You better win those fucking games. Otherwise those other teams that you traded those picks for are gonna get some good ass picks. And then you're gonna be stuck in the same situation that you're in now next year. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's this is crazy. I saw that thing about Ritter and I was like, oh, Okay, uh, I don't think that's going to make a difference. Right. Right. I mean, who knows? Like, maybe maybe he comes out and he's fucking awesome. But, you know, considering where he was drafted and how he was scouted and what he's kind of put together in college, you know, I don't I don't know. He'll, he'll probably be okay. But then again, you never know. He might be the next Thomas Brady. There's always that possibility. <laughs> so... Well, I think this is it. I think I think maybe they're starting him. They're starting Ritter and benching Mariota because it's not like they're paying Mariota a lot of money anyways. So I think their their idea is, all right, let's see what this rookie can do for the rest of the year. We'll get rid of fucking Mariota. And then if if the rookie works out, then he works out. If not, Shit, we'll see what we can get in the draft. Right, right. I think I think that's really what it is. It's just now oh, we'll see if we're gonna take another swing at quarterback, or or if they're gonna go with him. Who who the fuck knows? Either way, that division is is pretty fucking sad. I'm pretty sure the Bucks are the only team that are gonna come out of that division, and um, everyone else is kind of packing it in. For now, because no, I, I don't see any of the other teams winning. They're definitely the only ones that are be coming out of that division yeah. this year. But I yeah. mean, that's just the way it is. You got you know, Bucks are at the top of that division at six and six, about to be six and seven. Oh when no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! See, that's which, the that's which, the which, next uh, game that I <laughs> me up to my next game. <laughs> Tampa Bay and the Niners. See each other, which is gonna. I think that's a hundred percent Tampa's game. I don't know who. I don't know who. I I don't know who the favorite is. I don't know who Vegas chose. Was it the uh, Was it the Forty Niners? Who's the favorite in that game? I think last time I heard it was the Niners by three, but then I also heard the Bucks by three. So. 
<clears throat> but here's the thing is that Tom Brady, I think he's six and oh against rookie QBs. Oh, the Bucks but, uh, are the Niners uh, are the favorite. By like three, right? Yeah, three and a half. That's wild shit. Yeah. So so Tom Brady is six and oh against rookie QBs, and I believe that is mainly when he was with the Patriots. I could be wrong, but this is going to be a different year for him. This is going to be totally different. No. He's going to come out (laughs) fucking throw 400 yards. Hell no. No, look, I think there's there's two two teams that are going to realize what they have here in the next couple of weeks, and I think – the first team, of course, is the Rams. I think the Rams eventually are going to be like, oh, shit, it is Baker Mayfield. What the fuck did we really expect? And it's the 49ers. They'll be like, oh, shit. I mean, it is fucking Purdy, and he is pick number 262. So, okay, so here's the thing about Brock Purdy. At, at some point, I do feel like, you know, the reality check is going to set in and people are going to realize the same thing with Trey Lance. At some point, people are going to realize this is not our guy and it's the same thing with Purdy. It might not happen last week, but this week against the Bucks defense, I definitely think you start to see some of that rookie, some of those rookie flaws this week. Well, here's the thing, though, is that last week when we played Miami, it wasn't like Miami was dropping seven dudes and only rushing four. No, they're being like house blitz. Like, they were rushing like eight dudes trying to throw them off. And he was making plays. So it wasn't like he wasn't getting blitzed. Like, I would understand <laughs> it if they just dropped everyone in coverage and was like, oh, shit, and he's making dumbass throws. But, no, nah, this motherfucker was getting blitzed. So, well, you gotta you gotta understand that when when quarterbacks are new, it really only takes maybe what a game, a couple games of film before you start to put together. Okay, well, this is what he struggles against. These are the looks that he doesn't like. You know, it it's not gonna happen right away. Sometimes it does, but most of the time you have to put some film out there. And when you're pick number two sixty two and your last name's Purdy. You have no film. There's nothing Look, I for other that, teams to watch. To say it's like <laughs> Trey Lance, I think it's a that, that's a little bit off because, <laughs> like, unlike unlike Trey Lance, Brock Purdy did start four years in college. He was a starter, and he he did get recruited by Alabama. So he does have skill at the quarterback position, and he does have records at the the college he went to in Iowa. So. He does have experience playing and starting for, for football, unlike Trey Lance, where he doesn't really have much starting experience in college or in the NFL. And I think this start's going to be <laughs> – he's going to pass Trey Lance as far as NFL uh, experience. No. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought but, you were going to say – so you think uh, when it's all said and done, you think that Purdy is going to be higher up on the depth chart than Trey Lance come next season? I, I didn't say that. I said he's got a better chance because he's got more experience. Now, whether or not that, that translates to the NFL, I don't know. It's yet to be seen. But, yeah, you're right. They they do have a, a game of film on him now. So, yeah, they can 
they can kind of pick apart his tendencies or whatever. But I, I wouldn't say that the game's going to be a hundred percent Tampa Bay because Tom Brady still has to see the Niner D. And I don't know if you noticed this year, but Tom Brady's offensive line hasn't exactly been top tier. So, yeah, he's got a good defense backing him up, and he's got a yeah. lot of playmakers on offense to help him out, to help him make you know look good. He's got Trent Williams helping block him, one of the best offensive linemen in the game. Like, he's got help out there. So, right now. Now, from a better, from a betting standpoint, you know you got the 49ers on the longest, what they say, the longest win streak in the NFL right now, five games. Now that's prime for a fixed game. Like that's that's almost perfectly set up for yeah, the I'll, money to roll I'll in you, on I'll one side and for them to to fix it in the other direction. I'll tell you what was fucked up is that I was watching the Niner game last last week. Niners in Miami, and they're playing at home. And they cut the commercial break, and they're playing Will Smith Miami. And I'm like, you gotta be shitting me! Don't do this right now. <laughs> NFL, do not start playing Miami and all that shit, and fucking pointing to who might win the game and all that shit. And I was like, ah, oh, you gotta Sick. be shit. So, so yeah, I do have confidence in it now. Like I said, he does have more experience than Trey Lance as far as starting in in college, and you, I, I think he looked better out there than Trey Lance did at the beginning of the season. And that's not to mention he also had a training camp, unlike Jimmy G did, because when when Jimmy G wasn't on the or wasn't on the team during training camp, Brock Purdy was there, so he did have a chance to play with the team, did have a chance to get his reps in. And, yeah, well, we will see what he's made of this week. But then again, it's not like he's going up against a, a high-flying team. But, you know, I, I still I still think there are some upsides to him. And, yeah, I do have uh, – uh, yeah, I do have, kind of, you know, my faith in that he's in – I'm, I'm going to bet on the Niners. That's how much faith I have in that, that they're going to win this <laughs> Go game. Go ahead and use the free bet on the Niners. <laughs> No, I used all my free bets. <laughs> I used all my free bets for the first two weeks. Oh, it shit. Like, it was like, bet $5, get uh, 200 free bets. And I was like, shit. So, uh, yeah, just blowing free money. Bet. I've been blowing. Those three I've been... things. I put $5 a piece in each of them and made money on each of those bets because I actually won. You get, to, you get to keep the money you win, but – not the amount that they 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 kind of right you. right right yeah, but yeah I'm I'm still in the green on that so I'm like shit I'm I'm definitely definitely gonna gonna bet on the Niners with this one and and plus they also signed was it Josh Johnson who's been in damn near every team in the NFL I think he started off out of college in Tampa and he's yeah. like on his like third stint with the Niners. But, yeah, they signed him on the practice squad, I guess, just in case Purdy goes down or whatever. And there's a reason why they didn't – why the Niners didn't go after Baker. So, I mean, they must see <laughs> no, something. I don't, I don't necessarily know. If, look, I don't buy that for a second because 
even even with the injury history, you know, who's behind Purdy? Is anybody Kyle Shanahan? Who's behind Purdy? Like, you can never have too many QBs. And I think they should have made the move, but they didn't. So, fuck it. But, yeah, you always want to have somebody backing up your backup. Well, that's what I was saying. That's why they, that's why they signed, like, a couple of players from the practice squad. But what I was saying is that it's not like the Niners have uh, have a, a real, like, you got to have a strong-ass arm or uh, Pat Mahomes or Josh, Josh Allen-type offense. Like, a lot of their offense is short throws and then your occasional deep throw. But – the the offense is run off of off of what you can do after the catch or the running game. So and you saw that with when Elijah Mitchell went back down. And since we don't have Jeff Wilson anymore, who's going in there with, with Christian McCaffrey? The fucking rookie Jordan Mason. And he's coming out to play too. So yeah, I think like like what Kyle said after the game, when I whenever fucking Baker decided to leave Carolina. You know, he was like, he's got faith or he likes where the teams or players are at on the team. So I think he's seen something on that, on the practice field. And he saw something Sunday that he likes. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I definitely think that they're going to beat Tampa Bay. I definitely think that the defense is, I think the defense is too fucking good for that. And I think they they can get to Tom Brady enough to to, to fluster the shit out of him. Not so. Thomas Brady. Now, now yeah. on to more interesting games because I do feel like there are other games on the board, like the no, Vikings and the Lions. That's it. Just not on the Bills. <laughs> no, the, that's is that what's that? A, oh, that's a four o'clock game. <laughs> I, I do have, I mean you mentioned I do want to get on the name that the game that you just mentioned. Actually, you know, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I'll I'll what the I'll Vikings and the Lions because I do feel like that's an interesting game. That's probably the game of the week. I mean, that one and the Jets and the Bills are probably the the most intriguing matchups of the week uh, because of the playoff significance. And at least in the case of the Vikings and the Lions, I mean, I think if the Lions even though they are still technically in the race, I do think if they lose again, it's probably over. Um, but they can beat the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings have what? What, they're 10-2 and two or something like that against them? Um, but then again, who's not 10-2 and two against the Lions? So I do think the Lions have a good chance at, uh, at winning that game. So are you betting on them? I think I yeah, – Because I, I am. Do. I did already. I do want to put them in my parlay because you know they they have been showing signs of that that team that's gonna fuck everybody's chances up. So yeah, I definitely get the Lions taking it, not by much, but I do have them winning that game. Yeah, that shit, that shit is going to be a, a wild one. I think that's going to be an interesting. And then the Jets and the Bills. They said that the Jets are, what, 4-0 and coming off a loss. They never lose after they – after they or they or yeah, they never lose two in a row. And they face the Bills, and uh, some might say that that game is going to be fixed as well. 
For real? Just never lose two in a row? Yeah, I think they said they're like, yeah, they're like 4-0. Oh, they just shit. lost last week. And so they win this week. They'll be 5-0 and after a loss. They never lose two in a row. They really haven't lost two in a row. So, yeah, this is a perfect game for the league to fix. <laughs> perfect game for the Bills to lose right now. For real? That's interesting. And didn't the, didn't the Jets beat them already? This I year? think so. I think so. And they lost uh, Von Miller for the year. The Bills yep. lost Von Miller. 20-17. to 17. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting because that can change everything. Especially if Miami wins this week. If Miami wins that week, that makes things really interesting. That puts Miami back at number one. And the Jets, I mean, yeah, and, and the Bills dropped down. Well, just to number two, but just because they lost a head-to-head to, to Miami. But, yeah, that makes things really interesting in that division. I think the, I think the Bills are more worried about the you know home field advantage through the playoffs even though I don't know if that's I don't know if that's happening. I mean it's they're right Not now the technically they're first in the AFC because they did beat the Chiefs but yeah I don't know if that shit's happening. I think they're gonna lose again. Mm. Yeah it depends on on how the games go these next few weeks because that's that's crazy. If if they if they lose, Chiefs win. Obviously, Chiefs are going to be number one because they have the same exact record. Right. But then you also have, let's say the Chiefs and Bills lose and the Bengals win. Well, like, the Bengals are about you... to lose to Deshaun Watson. So, And then the Bills are going to get Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> you think? You think the Browns are going to take it to the Bengals? <laughs> Yeah, the Browns think- beat the Bengals already, so they're just about to run it back. Jacoby did it already, so you know he's going to be staring at Deshaun the whole game like, bitch, I beat them. So if you need me to step in, let me know because I don't get massages, and I beat teams. And he, <laughs> that's going to be the mood. That's going to be the mood on the sideline. Yeah, but what if, what if Burroughs brings it, the Bengals bring their own ball? And the ball's not slippery. What do you got to say about that? We <laughs> 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 have a couple of crowd games of the week. I haven't covered that in a couple of weeks. Oh, man. Crowd game. Hold on. Let me, let me get this. But Beckham, though, is Beckham, is Beckham going to get signed? Because I feel like... <laughs> To game of the week. Oh my god! <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> you guys get. I mean, because I know you're gonna talk about Beckham being signed, probably the Cowboys. He's not. He just went to the. He just went worked out, left, no contract. I told you that motherfucker don't. He's so, probably going to the Bills. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think what happened was because. Last last week, you know, he's at the Mavs game. 
you know, they're with, with Diggs and Parsons. They're chanting his name and shit in the in the stadium. So then Jerry wanted him to do a workout. You know, see how he's how he how he looks. So motherfucker Jones was out there telling him, "Hey, you know, let me see you run some routes." So then it came out that he is not a hundred percent, and that he's most likely not going to be able to play until the playoffs. And I think that's when the negotiations kind of, you know, that's when it kind of derailed at that point because it was like, oh, so you just, so you just try and work for like three weeks. <laughs> right, right. You so just you trying to work for like four games. <laughs> you don't want to help us get there. You just want to, you just want to show up and get a ring. You just want to show up. And that was the argument that I was making about OBJ. so crazy. That was the argument I was making about OBJ, or one of the arguments, is that this man is demanding money, and he he made a whole tweet about the Rams not offering him shit or not offering him enough money. Like, motherfucker, why are you talking shit? You can't even play right now. Right, but the thing is, the the way it was presented originally was like, He's running routes now. He was putting, you know, like workout videos and stuff. And so, I, at least the way I I took all that as, oh, well, he's going to play here in the next week or two. Not in the next month, bitch. <laughs> you might as well go play for an XFL team. Like, that's wild to me. Because let's say he could come back next week. Or let's say he could Baker Mayfield that shit and be on the field in 48 hours. Then if that's the case, then I I think he has a little more leverage. I think, you know, the Cowboys definitely would have signed him. I think if he would have went out there and he would have looked like the Beckham of old or, or, you know, somewhere near that level, then then I think they would have signed him. Jerry would have pulled the trigger. But to say that I'm just going to show up in the playoffs, (laughs) What the fuck? I know they were confused as shit. He's like, yeah, so I'm going to need... Because he wanted a multi-year contract, supposedly. So he's like, all right, I'm going to need a five-year joint. And I'm only working the last couple of weeks this season. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right. Why did that sound like a good idea for his agent or for him? So I, I yeah. do think that's what I, – I think that's what made it fall apart and it's false advertising. Like you, you know, you had everybody thinking you were straight, and then that little report came out that you couldn't play for another month. And it's like, why are you, why are you meeting with teams and why are you doing this press run if you're not going to be you able can't. to play for a month? Yeah, and not to mention it's, the, it's, it's not just that, but it's the money that he's, he's demanding – Knowing that he's not going to be able to play until the playoffs, until a team puts in all the fucking hard work, and then he's going to come and collect. Like, this dude wants a Michael Gallup deal. So he wants at least $65.5 million to come in in the postseason, not having any time in with the team. Like, my dude... Stop. Okay, think about your situation right now. 
And think about how it sounds to other teams when you say, I can't play for X amount of days or X amount of months. Think about how that sounds. And then when you're demanding that much money, right? like you're going on a full year of, of, of football that you, that you're not going to be playing when with like, when other players have, have gone through the same thing, would have probably already been back by now. Right. So, yeah, for him to for him to be out, and then not to mention that's he's injured that knee before. So it's like, yo, why are you why are you demanding like this much money? Now it did. Well, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. But it did remind me of, I don't know if you've heard, Terrell Owens. Reaching out to the Forty ers Well, yeah, he was also he also um, he also kind of put his word into that on why not to sh- uh, sign Odell as far in reference to Dallas. Yeah, he actually said something about that about hey don't sign don't sign Odell. Like, yeah, this motherfucker's not gonna produce like for you like you think he is. And of course, the one team that still hasn't shut the door on that is the Eagles. Eagles are still thinking like, are uh, we going deep in the playoffs? So... The Eagles are in the in the Beckham race. Yeah, they still haven't. Um, no fucking way. I don't think no. I, I don't think you've had, they've actually met with them, but I think they're still considering like, hey, you know, we can. We can That's use another, another player. Yeah, but they have a so, solid three. They don't really need another. They have a solid three. So yeah, that's well, a little I, weird. I, that's a little like weird. It. But did you hear about oh, – I'm talking about Owens reaching out to the 49ers saying that he could still play. <laughs> he, he, see why you got to laugh. See why you got to laugh, though. I was no, you, you know what? The, I was the being thing serious. That, why you got to laugh at T.O.? He's a legend. T.O., no, don't get me wrong. T.O., I, I loved it when he was in San Fran until he started, you know, talking about how Gar- Jeff Garcia was gay <laughs> and all that shit. Like, like, Jeff Garcia had to come out like, yo, I'm not gay. Like, like, stop saying shit. <laughs> Like, I do not remember him and, calling him uh, gay. Yeah, that's just wild. Yeah, so T.O. did a lot of a lot of talking. But it doesn't surprise me because he's one of those guys who who kind of fell out of the league and nobody – it was like one year he was there and the next year he was gone. It was like nobody, nobody cared about him. And he's in the Hall so, of Fame now. Right. So it was, it was kind of like, you know, it doesn't surprise me because he, he seems to stay in shape. And yeah, I, I guess that he, happened he never, like a couple he, days ago. <laughs> he never, he, yeah, and he sees the potential in the in the team, so it doesn't surprise me. But same time, it's like well, it depends. Like, hey, what what are you asking for? Because you know it's going to be if any team. It was almost like like when when the Ravens picked up Deion Sanders when Deion saw how great the Ravens team was playing. He was like, I remember watching. Because it was uh it was on a broadcast and he was like, yo, these these guys are getting me so excited. He saw Ed Reed always taking one back. He's like, these guys 
are getting me hyped up. I'm going to go play. And then next thing you know, he's in a fucking Ravens uniform. I'm like, and that's the kind of star power prime time's got. Like when you're, when you haven't played in years and then you're like, you know what? You know, these guys are getting me hype. I'm, I'm about to go play. And then you just go on the field and play. (laughs) I don't see that with, like, yeah, I can, I can still see that he can, he can probably still, still keep up with the best of them. But same time, it's like, yeah, yeah. How many, how many times it, when you know when you think you're open or you think you should have gotten the ball until until you start getting pissed off and you start fucking up the chemistry. No, and- I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be like that. I do think it's kind of wild. I don't know if you saw the video of him whooping that dude's ass outside the. I think it was at a club. It was outside, like by the. <laughs> they were by an Uber or some shit, and some dude tried him. And he squared up. <laughs> A squared up and whooped his ass. Did you not see that TMZ video? No, but, I didn't see that, but it does surprise me because, like I said, T.O. <laughs> looks like he stays in shape. Right, I was about so, to say, I do think T.O. should, you know, all these athletes going into boxing. I would love to see T.O. going into boxing, especially after that TMZ clip where he dropped that dude. I was like, okay, I wouldn't mind watching T.O. fight Jake Paul or something like that or some YouTuber. Like, I'm here for it. But for him to play at at receiver, I don't know. I mean, he I'm sure he could still play and I'm sure he could still produce. But do you really want to do that now? You know, at this point in his life, I don't necessarily think that's something that he should want to do. If you know, if it's if it's about money, then that's one thing. But you know, I, I I don't know. It's at this point and receiver, that's not the position that you want to be in and take like just take your career and, and whatever CTE you have and just go with it. No need well, to I'm, tack on to your CTE level. Like I said, it, I, I'm I'm sure it was like he sees the, the potential in, in the Niners and he sees like the direction that they're heading. And he probably got hyped up like Dion did with the Ravens. He probably just got hyped up. Was like, "Yo, I'm trying to play," and then, and then that was that. So well, yeah, he do be posting. I don't know if you've seen his videos where he be racing like college prospects and stuff, and running routes and stuff like that. So, I mean, I I could see that probably having something to do with it. Like, oh shit, this dude's a top prospect, and I just burnt him. I just mossed his ass. So I'm Gosh, ready to go to the league. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I'm ready to go to the league now. Yeah, motherfucker, see me. I still got this shit. I'm like, right. Oh, years old, man. I still <laughs> right. got this shit. Like, I think I think that's most most likely what it is. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm here for it, but I definitely think he should go just a celebrity boxing route. Like go fight somebody. Like Bell and fucking Adrian Peterson. Didn't Frank Gore box too? Is different than is different than a street fight. Boxing is a lot different than a street fight. Right, but I'm I'm not saying go in there against Wilder. I'm saying go in there against someone of your skill level, like another athlete, like another football player, basketball, but you know what I'm do something like that. And I'm sure he'll make money doing that. And, 
you know, he'll get the fame and he'll get the TV time that he that he enjoyed and that he was, you know, that he was great in the spotlight. So I feel I like he just needs that to should stick be what he to non contact sports. Like, <laughs> I think he needs to stick to non contact sports because with his personality, you don't need to be adding to, to CTE and getting dementia and then doing some crazy shit. Like, just accept it. You're, you know, you're a Hall of Famer. Like, get into something else, man. That's why, you know, before players get in the league, you go to college, figure that shit out. Like, you had to major in something, and bro, it, it wasn't just football. You had to, you had to at least minor in something that you were interested in. Like, pick something up, do something. Just stay away from contact sports, man. Keep that shit to the, to the professionals, because. Yeah, a lot of people like watching YouTubers box, but I I don't know. I I prefer seeing real boxers box and seeing real fights. It's just I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I get really tired of it because yeah, and yeah, I just get real tired of seeing those whack ass fights. Now I do have a trap game of the week, and it's Dallas against the Texans. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here Yo, that is a tuition game Bet your kids fucking tuition Bet everything Bet all, any bill that you have to pay Put that shit off If you if you got your power bill And you haven't had a turn off notice And skip that, you don't gotta pay it yet And bet that shit on Dallas There's no fucking way they lose it No fucking way There's no fucking way <laughs> Break open your kid's piggy bank. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, fucking do what you need to do. Sell the rims on your car. Like, anything. Start an OnlyFans page so you can put the deposit <laughs> to the Texans or onto the Cowboys. Take the cushions out of your couch. Take the, the chair, the seats out of your car. Find all the little bit of change you got. Ben Hell Dallas. yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Like that, they couldn't even win against Deshaun Watson, and that motherfucker had zero passing touchdowns. They had zero offensive touchdowns. The offense didn't even score, and they couldn't beat them. So there is no fucking way that the Texans win this game. Honestly, I don't see the Texans winning a game the rest of the year. So they're going to be a trap game every single week because I don't see them motherfuckers winning at all. It is possible. It is possible. <laughs> but, but to close things out, we do have uh, Dolphins Chargers on Sunday night. I do see the Chargers beating the Dolphins that day. So, Yeah, I kind of do too. But I don't know if the Dolphins are going to lose two in a row. There's no way two is going to come out and look like he did against the Niners. Like, he wasn't accurate at all. He was fucking shit up. He's definitely not going to fuck shit up against the Chargers. So I definitely think the Dolphins are going to win. And for the Monday night game, the, le- the next time we see you guys, it's going to be the Patriots and the Cardinals. Maybe uh, technically a trap game right there. Maybe. I mean, it, it's not supposed to be. <laughs> the Cardinals should be good. They should be. 
Um, I don't even think, well, I guess Ramondre and DeAndre Hopkins, I guess there is some fantasy significance in this game. But aside from those two, and possibly Kyler Murray and Connor, you know, this doesn't really have a lot of fantasy significance because it, I mean, it is the last week of the fantasy football regular season before playoffs. So this week is pretty important because the playoffs start next week. And uh, those teams that need wins know who they are for sure. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for joining us. This has been Taught the Wild Podcast. Catch us anywhere you get your podcast. Catch us on IG. Talk to our podcast on IG and send us an email, comment, review, talk your shit. Just don't be surprised if you get called out. Right. Please talk, talk your shit. At gmail.com. I dare you to talk some shit. Right. Check the memes out. Check them out. The memes be cracking me up. Yep. Check the memes out on our IG. It's uh, original. Created by yours truly at Top the Walk. But until next time, peace, motherfuckers. <laughs> peace, <laughs> motherfuckers.